and ride with me in my foul life. Howdy, folks. You might hear a little different voice today coming from Clay Belding, not Chad Belding. Some of you might like that. I don't know. Some of you might, <laughs> some of you might not. <laughs> but, but it is what it is. And uh, today I got my best friend in the studio today we've been uh we've been making some trouble for 30 something years yeah, i don't know long time. long time so this is mr jared woodward he is uh what would you say you are in the in in this world what, what's my profession <laughs> what's your profession I'm a police officer <laughs> <laughs> a police officer yes yes reno pd you are going on now 18 18 years. years huh yep and you carry what we're about to talk about today all right mm-hmm. what do, do you carry as your service pistol my service pistol is a six hour p226 legion single action only it's a lot that's <laughs> a lot right so it's their legion line um but it's a single action only so for somebody that doesn't understand that, think of like a 1911 where the hammer's cocked and there's a safety on it. That's the best way that, that right. I can explain that. Yeah, that's why I want to get in today because um, we, we're we building all these guns. Mm-hmm. And I love that about SIG that you can change a lot of the stuff on, on their guns. You can custom build say a 365 or 365 XL or whatever you know you can go Absolutely. into it. Yeah, that's yeah. really really cool to make you just don't have a one size fits all for a kid for a woman for a big you know guy with a big hand whatever it is so yeah, they're they grip modulars and that stuff that they're able to do I mean because they do the fire control group in it you can totally customize I don't like that I don't like the feel of that grip mm-hmm. per se I like the feel of this one. And they have multiple, SIG has multiple different grips. Yeah. I don't like that trigger. I like the flat trigger. I like this. They really have made it to where prior to that, you had to go to a gunsmith or I wouldn't say completely change up the gun or or uh, cut it apart, basically. Yeah. But <clears throat> you wouldn't have leftover parts. You would have leftover parts with the old way you did it. Like They didn't sell... You bought this gun and you'd have to tear this apart yeah, and go buy to it. go buy this piece to go in. Well, SIG basically set it up to where you can pretty much build the gun that you're going to want. And, the, and according to the government, the gun is the FCU, right? Yep, that's the where fire the fire control that's, unit. Yep. That's where the, sta- the stamp or the serial that's number is. That's where the serial number is because I could change. And, and you've seen me pop these guns together and pop them apart. It literally takes yeah, a minute and a half <laughs> Not even for me minute. to get the, the fire control unit out of the grip modular uh, and the slide off and all that and completely put it in a different gun. Yeah, it's really cool. Or uh, put it in a different housing. housing. I won't Not call gun, it a gun, gun. because yeah. that is the gun. The fire control unit technically is that, that gun. Um so I'm looking as at the this, government this 365 fire control yep. unit right now, this yep. XL. So this fire control unit can go, can fit an XL or, or a regular, regular P365, yep. correct? Or their 365X or whatever. A whole bunch of different things. And so the difference, obviously, just be, be, between the 
I carry just the regular 365 for concealed purposes. And see, I can, for me, I, I carry the XL for concealed purposes. And, and like I was just going to say, yeah, you can get away with this XL. It's still a very easy concealable yep. weapon. Um, but the the 365 XL, actually, I'm probably going to start carrying it because it just fits my hand a little bit better. So the, the grip modular fits. It, it is longer in the actual handle the grip portion of it than the regular 365. Yeah. And then you so, can also get a, a an extended mag, Yeah, you right? can go to a 15-round mag which hangs out that, of there. You know, pinky a Even bit more, better, yeah, right? absolutely. About harder to conceal if you went there. But. Yeah, you, anytime you change it to getting bigger, um, it's harder to conceal. I mean, we've got summer months coming up. Uh, so for me, I try to find a gun that I can conceal in all weather conditions all time of year uh, you so mean I'm clothing wise and clothing wise yeah. so that i'm not changing it so ultimately though it's hard to do when i go like super super hot summer months and i'm pretty much stripped down to just some shorts sometimes it's workout shorts i actually go over to the 365 um just because it is a little bit lighter Mm. Um, but not much, but it is smaller. I can put that in an appendix carry style holster um, on just workout pants, shorts, or pants, and it, it has just enough. The biggest thing that I think um, in that is comfort. If it's not comfortable for somebody to, to carry, they're not going to do it. Exactly. They're, they're not going to continually do it. And they'll always, yeah, they're not comfortable. Then brings hesitancy, brings mm -hmm. everything about, yeah. you know, if you so were So if it's able... too heavy for you or yeah. it's too small or it's too big, what I mean, everybody goes, could you have too small of a gun? Well, yeah, it, it could get small enough to where your ability to shoot with it is, is not as good. Your accuracy your fundamentals and that stuff start to suffer because your grip's different. That's one thing that I really, really loved about the 365 when I got my first 365 was accuracy and the function and all that stuff for me really didn't change much. I mean, I'm running drills at 15, 20 yards with a concealed gun and shooting almost as good yeah. as I did with my full-size gun. Um, so that's the big thing for me because a lot of people used to go to revolvers <clears throat> because they were lighter, smaller, um, easier to conceal. But anybody that shot a ton of revolvers other, other than Jerry Mitchellick, that guy is like the yeah. freak of nature <laughs> when it comes to... He's an outlier, what we call Yeah, revolver accuracy and functions and stuff like that. Most people don't shoot them as well. They just don't. So to get the same size, in fact, I've put the 365 up against a lot of the, the little snub nose, two inch. The overall frame and cookie shape of it, yeah. not much different than the 365. So for me, going from five rounds oh, yeah, for sure. to 10, 12 rounds, th there's, no, there's no question about it that that gun is far superior than to conceal for the average person than anything else. Can you change <clears throat> out the barrel 
on a 365 knot, I know you can change out the barrel, obviously, but lengthwise, like you go from a 3.9 to a 4.7, or is that only in the bigger? That's only bigger, in the bigger, the bigger guns. style guns. Yeah. So that will, yeah, none of those would fit in there. The the cool thing that Sig just actually came out with not too long ago was what they call the 365X. So they're using an XL frame modular, the grip. But okay. they have a 365 slide on it. So you get the short, but you get the better grip. So like you were saying, <clears throat> you were like, oh, I really like the grip of the XL. Mm-hmm. Well, if you like the length of the 365, then go with the 365X. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. And then so where where you can change out. And have a longer barrel or short barrel is one when you get up to like the three twenties and stuff, right? P three twenties. Yes. Yes. So imagine this though, Clay, is the the three sixty five to change out the longer barrel, like going from a full size to a compact. So the three sixty five XL is the full size. Yep. And the three sixty five is the compact. Okay. Think of it in that aspect for that that model. Do most police officers carry a, 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 I would say yes, a full size. None carry a conceal as their main weapon. It may be as a, their backup weapon. Yes. Right, no, though. I would say 95% of them will carry a full size gun to a mid-size gun. Um, because you're looking at accuracy, grip. Round count. Yeah, I was just going to say round capacity um, for sure. Obviously, the longer the barrel, the, the the longer the further your sights are apart, the more consistently accurate you can get because you're not moving it as much. Um, but a lot of the agency's policies will dictate that. Like if your agency says you can only carry a full size gun for a duty gun, and that's is is that. Um, Mainly the job of the um, range master. Range master, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so usually the range master and um, whoever's on that side of we call it the side of the house that that governs policy and that or covers that portion of it and regulates it, they're going to come up with that policy. So they're going to look to the range master. So let's say it's a, a the chief or the the deputy chief or a captain or uh, lieutenant along that side and they're going to look to create a policy they're going to bring in the, the range master and they're going to go okay so this is what we were thinking and this is why we're thinking and then they're going to get input from that range master on yes no i get where you're going but it's not going to really have an effect um, but most of them have that policy and have had that policy for quite a while like um the 365 xl for us the a detective could use that as their main gun. Okay. Only the XL, not the X or the three sixty five capacity. Mm-hmm. And that's even only- though it's weird because the same capacity is going to get on it. Yeah. It's just some policy huh. that they created that that's what he feels needs to be as a as a duty gun. So off duty backup, you can go down to the three sixty five or smaller. So you were saying that there's two sides, range master and the house side, who kind of determines that. Does the range master determine 
what guns is he final say on what guns after he tests them are allowed because obviously there's plenty of full size full size frames guns out there mm-hmm. yes, yes yes he has final say of he doesn't have the for us he does not have the final say um he will do all his findings, testing, blah, Drop blah, test. blah, blah, I all mean, that freeze, stuff oh, yeah, okay. with us and some of, with him and some, maybe sometimes uh, a teeny group that he designates. Um, and we'll do a bunch of tests on this gun. Well, once we come back and we compile all the, the data that we've come up with, he will submit that up his chain of command and tell him, hey, this is why I think we should. They actually have the ultimate say in it. They could go, you know what? Don't like that gun. Never seen it before. Whatever. Whatever. Wild hair somewhere that they just don't like, and they can deny that request. So, yeah, he doesn't have the ultimate say. I've never seen or heard somebody up to higher command that doesn't deal in that field deny something that this guy's going... We need okay. to change it. We need to at least offer it. it to me, I, I think you got to give your, as a police officer organization, um, you got to give them options. Okay. You can't say, this, this is, is the, the only yeah. gun that you can carry. Kind of like the military to a point. It, <laughs> it, they are one of the few places where it's like, nope, this is the issued gun. Most military personnel don't bring their own guns in. We can. So, like, I can, all my guns are personally owned guns. The city doesn't own any of my guns um, or issue any of my guns to me. But if, if you didn't want to buy your own gun, you can buy your own or you can have a gun issued to you from the city. They don't provide backups. They don't provide yeah. seconds, thirds, fourths, things like that. But, yeah, they... Is there a... Is there a size limit to a gun you can carry? Does the range master say, okay, a full size is eight inches, seven inches, five and a half inches, whatever? Is there like a, you know, dirty, hairy 44 mag that is, is could be issued? Is there a, a size? I don't know that there's a quote unquote size like you're thinking like the big desert eagle yeah, or something like so, that you know big old 14 inch barrel or whatever. No, but they're looking at stuff like caliber. Um, functionality. Hey, like if that gun's a is prone to malfunction, we're never going to use it. Yeah, it's not worth our lives. It's not worth innocent victims and stuff like that losing their life because we've got a gun that is not reliable. So no, I wouldn't say he looks at a number and is like, well, nope, it doesn't fall within the parameters of Being a full able to, size or yeah. too big. Um, it's being able to do the job yeah. efficiently in the best. Yep. And then, yeah. I mean, a lot goes into it. Like, I think people don't notice that to a point. Get a holster for it. Oh, well, they don't make a holster for that. A duty holster that has certain levels of retention to it that we have to have. Yeah. Well, the holster manufacturers like, we don't make because nobody carries one of those. Um, so I would say there isn't a size matter, but. Most guys are not going to carry something. It's it's heavy. Yeah. I mean, we already carry about 35 pounds worth of gear. Why would I want a gun that's an extra four inches longer and heavier 
yeah, every I, day of my yeah, life. I just set it out there. Just I mean, oh. it, practically, I understand why there's not. I mean, a, a guy's not going to yeah. try to pull out a 14 inch gun out of his barrel. It's going to get hung up on stuff. It, it's it's slower draws, slower, things that like that. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, so I just didn't know if there was a. I don't know that he comes out and says yeah. that, but I'm sure that that goes into it. But you're going to see most people carry a up to a five inch barrel. That's probably the longest you're going to see some people carry um, for a full size. Now, is there is there a same range master? He does guns. Does he also control the ammo? Yes. So you can do what? It, what is issued? Nine forty forty five. What, what guns are three fifty seven? So those those ammunitions are allowed in any of the guns that he says yep so is there any obviously in 357 magnum if you wanted to carry a wheel gun that was uh like a backup but i we don't have anybody trying to think i say that but the the first time i said that i'm like oh we don't have anybody carrying a revolver i mean this was years ago and they're like yeah no he still carries a revolver (laughs) um i don't think we have anybody carrying a revolver anymore does do most officers carry a nine millimeter as their duty gun first go to because the technology 100 percent. i would te- say technology of nine millimeter now i mean oh it's it's a crazy but, but you know what's crazier is the round that most people are carrying like the round that we're carrying has been around for forever a long oh, really? time and it's just it is awesome the devastation like wound channel consistency mm-hmm. all that stuff it, it it hasn't been surpassed really that much um I, i'm sure there are rounds that it that can function just as good if not better um but this one's been around it's been proven it's been tested so why change, why change it <laughs> yeah. um the fbi did a bunch of work on this round um did a long time ago and it's i mean it's just held up so yeah i would say you're gonna get the few guys that are like, "Ooh, I want something faster," so they went to the 357 Sig. I want something with more knockdown power, so they went to a 45. There are give and takes with everything, all that stuff. You go to a 45, you're losing round count in a magazine. You go to a 357 Sig. I think that the recoil and the snap, yeah, get back it, on target, makes it stuff. hard for follow up shots, yeah. where. The nine millimeter. I carried a forty when I started. That was the thing. Everybody's like, "Oh, the forty, the forty, the forty, the 40. Well, if you don't know, the forty came about. The feds were using a ten millimeter, and it was so hot, hard to hold, hard to recoil or manage the recoil on it, um, especially for fa- smaller statute females, things like that. Um, so the FBI was like, well, we're going to get rid of it. But we, we like some of the attributes that it has. So they came up with the 40 Smith & Wesson. All it is is a 10 millimeter that is cut neck down. down yeah. yeah. It's not even neck down. It's just cut. Oh, like, really? They took a casing, took off however much, went right down there. <laughs> like, there's your 40. Okay. Um, so it's the same circumference. Um, but it's just a shorter casing. So that's what I carried for the longest time. So I actually lost about three rounds capacity in each mag. I was running 12-round mags. 
versus the 15 rounds that you could get 15 to 16 round mags that you were running and you also have to i mean i'm sure range master does this and what you're talking about the round that hasn't been really passed um you have recoil they have to look at let's say you miss a shot and you're in some god forbid a you know a closed room or something and it goes through walls and mm-hmm. stuff like that all, at, all we're, those, we're definitely looking at over penetration over all that stuff, stuff right? like that yeah travel um yeah a ton a ton of work goes into that um thank god we actually do have the fbi um because they have the money and the resources <laughs> for like the, a smaller agency couldn't do that they wouldn't be able to go through it um that they give a lot of their data uh to agencies like hey this is what we did it was super cool um read through it and figure it out so they, they kind of do help out the the smaller agencies or range masters that in those smaller agencies absolutely this right here is probably my okay yeah yeah the a what is it the, the, the p no it's the p320 custom though yeah but that's the so that's the classic version of it it feels so good in my hand I mean, everything about this is awesome to me so that's that's like the compact size but it didn't it didn't stay with the this polymer modular so that's an all steel gun that they actually put normal grips like a, a you have the option of normal grips. You can go the like those that you got the wood grips there. You could do a G10. Um, I think the, they just did a Spectrum type grip on it. There's so many things out there that it's actually hard if you're trying to keep up with all the stuff that Sig comes out with, out with yeah. um, to stay with it. Now that's the regular full size P320. Same same mags, um, it's just that one's that one's got cool the size. longer barrel. The other one has the three point nine inch barrel. And what are the so what are the differences kind of between this and say your duty gun with the Legion? Is there um, so the Legion is kind of along those lines of that custom setup. Uh, they they've done a little bit better in the trigger work, so the trigger's just a touch smoother. Um, it's got G10 grips. Do you like flat trigger or round trigger? I like the flat trigger. Yep, I'm a flat. like. So even like with my hunting guns and that stuff, I try to find that nice flat. It, it's, it's the way that our body pulls it. So to get a consistent pull straight to the rear, that curve trigger actually swings at a different little pendulum point where the flat trigger just comes straight back. So that's kind of why I like I like the flat trigger. There are a lot of people that the way their figure, finger and their joint works and with their grip, that they don't really notice it that much. Understood. So it, it's it's one of those things like everybody, if I it, this is my gun, well, it might not work for you. I wouldn't say that it wouldn't work. Like it's going to function fine. It's not going to be as comfortable and... A pleasing, a pleasing to you yeah, to, to to grab onto and go, ooh, I, just like when you grab that the classic there, that AXG classic. You're like, man, it just fits. I love it. Well, the other gun's fine. 
and it fits good, but that just fits just a yeah. scotch better or whatever it is. And and that's where you should go. It, that's the hardest thing to get through to people. I'm like, hey, not it's not one gun for everybody to a point. And that's where Sig, I think, really knocked it out of the park. That's probably a medium modular on that uh, 320 full size. You have larger hands. I'm, you're like, man, I could use a little bit more. It will help you get the trigger finger placement correct, um, your thumb your thumb placement correct. Okay, we'll go to the large modular. Or our girlfriend, your girlfriend, my wife type setup, or just somebody that has smaller hands. Well, the medium's just, I mean, just ever so slightly too big. Yeah. I'll throw a small on there, and it puts your trigger finger placement perfect on it. So now you're not influencing the gun at a different way because that gun doesn't fit you. Where a lot of the other manufacturers, in my opinion, they've done stuff like this, but they're they're just adding to the back straps of the gun. They're not changing the whole front sides. Um, and, And that's that's what SIG has done. Like if you look at their their 320 Legion grip the overall design of it's different than just the regular 320 grip it fits a lot of people um a lot of people like that that change to somebody that is not i would say a gun person that doesn't want to go out and check out everything when they pick up a 320 they're like oh this is perfect Mm -hmm. i just love it well they're not out there looking at 57 different grips one thing that I told you guys when you guys were getting SIG and going to do that, I'm like, I think the best way to, to describe it is when somebody wants to mimic you or or make clones of your gun, it should be the best sign of flattery that you can get, right? Oh, yeah. Somebody's So there's so many companies, um, like I'll throw it out, Wilson Combat, that makes a grip for SIG, the 320. It's a great grip. Love it. Um, I don't know that it's not much different than SIG's new grips that they've come out, the, the, the newer um, designs that they've come out with. Um, but SIG sees it and goes, ooh, okay, I got gotcha. you. But to have a gun that all these other companies are like, we're going to make parts yeah. for, they know this gun's not going anywhere. Yeah. This gun People is like be buying this for awesome. Yeah. We want to make parts so that we can obviously make money um, because this is going to be the gun. Um, I think there, there's two guns that I think that most law enforcement agencies are issuing or using. Um, the SIG 320 being one of them. I mean, I think it's Handgun wise, for us in the last, I don't know, ten years, twelve years, it's got to be the 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 most refreshing thing that I've seen come out, and yes. the changeability um, for each person that I, I've seen. And that, I mean, I've said it at the beginning, and that just breeds when you when whatever it is in life, when you feel comfortable doing something if it feels comfortable if it, you know whatever it is it makes you feel that you're going to do better if there's just a little bit off yeah i like the gun but like you're saying the f- f- trigger might be a little off mm-hmm. 
if you get a gun that is perfect for you, that just breeds confidence in you and gives you the peace of mind yep. that it's going to work every time and you're, you're going to be able to know that you're confident that it's going to fit you work for you instead of pulling it and going, Oh man, this, I, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get I my grip right. It's I didn't not get perfect. Whatever, exactly. hundred yeah. percent. But I also put that to the comfort and that. So if I gave you a gun that hurts your hand every time, would you go out and practice? Yeah, exactly. Probably not where it's like, Oh, this is nice. It fits. Like I don't get a blister. I don't, I, I, I enjoy this now. Yeah, you want to shoot more. You, you want to shoot more, more so you go practice more. So you actually get better, and it's it's mainly, I, some of it I think psychological, obviously, but it does have those effects on your overall body attitude is I do feel comfort, comfortable, confident. Um, I know this is going to work. Where if you had a gun that's like, Man, about every three rounds, this thing malfunctions. Yeah. What are you going to be thinking in that gunfight, right? Exactly. Like, am I going to be thinking, oh, man, I'm going to have to do that, the the malfunction clearing drill that I do to get back in the fight in any second, any second, any second. That's not what you should be worrying about. You should be worrying about taking care of business at hand at that point, but... Yeah, and that what you were what crossed my mind when you were talking about how this gun fits me and not you, and you know it, mm-hmm. it still works. Obviously, it kind of takes me to anybody that's hunted with a rifle setup. That mm-hmm. rifle setup, I mean, everybody's cheek holds different. Everybody's yep. cheek, every eye levels different. Their eye might be set in their freaking mm-hmm. socket different. Their pull, everything's different. Absolutely, and you could be hitting a target of a thousand yards and it's dialed in, but I step in. And I might be off by four inches or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just 100%. guns fit people. And they do. And that's, you, you go back to when they fitted guns. Think of, like, the shotguns and that stuff that people shoot in competitions and that stuff, like Holland and Hall and Parazzi. You can go back to their manufacturers, and they sit and they look at length of pull, how high, where your cheek is and all that stuff on there. And they build a gun, they build that back plate for you. that is yours. Like, it's not gonna fit too many other people unless they have the exact length of pull and the exact same cheek weld every time. Um, so it's it's very similar in the grips. Um, yeah, we, I, I, we try to get people to have very similar grips because I think it's the most reliable. But I've seen other grips. I've seen other thumb placements on it. Um, just based off the size of your hand, we may have to change where you grab into that back strap. Just, I mean, it might be an eighth of an inch, yeah. but that's going to put the trigger finger placement on the trigger right where it should be. So you're not influencing it. Pulling the gun at a different angle, not a lot, but. So at 25 Enough, yards, yeah. you're off five inches? Okay, cool. At three yards, you're sticking them right through the X. But at 25 yards, it's pushed you back that far, for instance. I mean, that's not exact, but that's what we want to try to change. to where, And then it's consistent, your draw out of the holster. So, uh, And I tell people this that, that I work with. I'm like, my duty draw... Versus my off-duty draw, two totally different things, right? Because I've got clothing that I got to strip out of the oh, way. Yeah. Um, the holsters are different. Um, they they are different. But once I get my gun, 
and I break it out of whatever holster I'm in, then that draw portion's the same. But it's that those first couple little steps are different. So if you don't go practice it, it's going to be different. Like I talked to Chad before about appendix carry versus uh, the four o'clock carry or three o'clock carry, depending on what holster you're going to carry. Everybody's like, oh, just get me a holster. I'm like, "Mm, that. Uh, yeah, the holster will hold the gun, but is that your body type? Is that where you're going to carry it? I don't carry a lot of appendix unless I'm in just like the workout shorts or something like that. I carry um, just back behind three o'clock. Um, it's just more comfortable for me sitting down, driving in a car. Um, and that's, I, I tell people that too. I go, so that will change on the gun that you carry. You got a short, the 365 XL per se. Might be long enough that it's uncomfortable carrying appendix. Yeah. Going to the 365, might that taking that just that little bit off, the, the 0.6, or I think that's what it is, 3.1, 3.7. Um, fits you perfect. Fits perfect. Don't yeah. have the issues. It's not pinching. Yeah. Um, that holster might not be the best holster for that position. They have another one. Go. Holsters are like guns to a point. Like they make a million of these different things and it's like you're gonna have to figure out what works for what you're doing. You're in a tuxedo. You're probably not gonna have a belt, right? So if that's what you do and you're gonna carry in a tuxedo, yeah. What are you going to wear? Yeah, chest. Yeah, you're going to wear, you're gonna wear a, a shoulder holster. Yeah. You're going to wear an ankle holster. You're going to wear just a clip holster. You're going to wear a, like a band belt that goes across your stomach. You're going to wear like I've I've got them. I've got I've got boxes of stuff that I'm like, oh, this would be cool. Let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've wasted more money over my lifetime buying things. I'm like, that was a cool idea. Just doesn't function the best way that I thought. The I have a shirt that has a holster in it, like a an Under Armour style shirt. That's not who makes it, but um, you can stick one of those in there if you're in, in that. Like we go to court, so I have I have to wear suits. I have to find a gun or a holster that's going to work for that situation. Um, sure. Some people just don't care. They're like, eh, everybody knows I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Whatever. I don't want anybody knowing that I'm carrying, so I try to find yeah, the sleekest uh, system that I can find that's not going to imprint on my suit jacket, uh, my sweatshirt. I, I don't want anybody to know that. Um, so that's that's just me. So I look at a lot of holsters. I buy holsters. I'm like, mm, that's not going to work. Sell them, trade them, give them away. Um, but I go through, unfortunately, yeah, a, a lot of just lot like, of just gear. comes down to you know having pride in what you're doing and doing yeah. the best getting being the best you can be and that goes down to i mean every little aspect of it so what i'm really excited about though trying to change subject is we are finally about to get the new ars from it okay the tread 400 tread 400 the snake bite se mm-hmm. gonna get a couple of them mm-hmm. i can't wait i you know, I've played a little bit with them, um, just because not too many people I know have them. Um, the little bit that I've I've had on that gun is great. Yeah. Um, 
not not a whole lot different than the standard ARs. I think some of the ergonomics and just feel, um, you're going to look at, like, for me, you look at the, the grips and, and just the, the overall package on your stock and just feel. Um, I think they, they did a really, really good job. I mean, there's a million... Uh, Probably not even, probably more than a million different <laughs> AR manufacturers out there. Um, but if it's anything other than like the SIG line, it works, it functions. Um, I didn't have any malfunctions, didn't like have any accuracy issues with the little bit that I shot on them. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait to see. I'd like to put, put some through their test to see the, the paces, to see how far and how accurate and and things like yeah, that. Excited. that I mean, it's got a, a hybrid, like a compensator, flash hider, 13-inch mm-hmm. uh, free-floating. Handguard, yep. Handguard, all that stuff. A, yeah, two I think sta- he, a two-stage match trigger. Yep, I think he even ordered some of those in the, the Predator line of them, right? Yeah, got that have the, the Got a carbon steel barrel. Yep. Got, uh, the, you know, the Cerakote finish. Mm-hmm. And they, the tread has all those accessories that you can put on. You can put on a front a front grip off the yep off hand the handle. Guard yep. I think the the one's got the Magpul yep. uh, stock to it that it, all the adjustables. Yeah, uh, the Predator does. The Predator does, which is great, um, if, especially if you're going to start putting scopes on there to be a little bit like for your coyote setups or something like along those lines. Um, you're going to be more accurate because you're going to be able to change your cheek well to match your scope height and 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 that so the adjustability is it, for me is biggest key in any gun um having it to where it'll fit you but it'll also fit me is key then you don't have to buy nine hundred thousand guns not that i don't mind buying another gun <laughs> but i do run out of room in safes really quick when i start like oh i want one of those i want one of those that would be cool um so I like that avenue that they can make it to where it'll fit your son, but it'll also fit you. Yeah, I'm really. So yeah, I can't wait to see what we can do with those. Well, I gotta shoot it before you shoot it. One of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them. I usually get them so that I can sight them in for you. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that'll be my that'll new, be the next the new coyote gun. I'm pretty sure for next Yeah, absolutely. Fall. Absolutely, will be a, a a whacker definitely. A whacker, huh? That, yep. That's that's start whacking some coyotes. Go to term is the whacker. I might be. I might have to paint that on there. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be cool. The whacker, the coyote, whack, coyote the whacker, the coyote stacker, the whacker, the coyote stacker, something like that. Well, I'm excited about all these new guns. I love the innovation that they're coming and making shooting you know letting people get into it and and have yeah. and feel confident about it and have all these different form fitting uh, things that they can match perfectly to their body type absolutely. and make it like you're saying make it fun to shoot which brings in more shooters which yep. brings in more which to add to that they just came out with the what the P322 um, I knew 22. I, I always wanted to 22. talk about it. I can't. So it's, I mean, what better way to introduce young people? Like, I, I don't, I'm a huge proponent not to 
give a 12-year-old kid, hey, here, shoot this 44 mag yeah. and scare the crap out of them um, and then totally turn them off about shooting. I want to give them something that they can manage. But they'll see a pistol. They're like, I want to shoot that. But their hands just might not be big enough. They might not be strong enough to a point. But they want to shoot it. What better way to introduce them to the shooting sport? The shooting sport of pistols, even yeah. like rifle. You know, okay, cool. Everybody's made a twenty-two rifle. Blah, blah. You know, but they see that twenty-two, and it looks exactly like the full size that you're going to shoot, yeah. right? So they think that that's. I mean, it goes back to the psychological setup. Then, if it's the same, for me, if it's the same setup, same trigger pull, same grip, same everything, and I can run drills with the 22. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay. I can work on my grip. I can work on my first trigger pull. Yeah, the recoil is going to be different because you're not running that bigger powder, bigger ammo, right? But I can still run drills that will translate to shooting a full-size gun, full-size caliber gun, um, that's going to benefit that. Ammo's cheaper to shoot with twenty two, Not by much anymore. <laughs> Good Lord. If that's, you can find if it. If you can find it. Um, it, it. Those things, to me, go a long way. Like, I, I love tanking kids out plinking. I love it. Yep. I think it's the best way to introduce them to the fundamentals of shooting. Um, nothing changes fundamentally with a 22 versus a 44 mag. It yep. doesn't change. So if I can instill and introduce those good, good, good fundamentals into a 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old, when they get to be our age, it's like, it's a joke. I didn't get it introduced to me. You, I know you didn't get it introduced. Not a, not a, not, guns are not a joke. It's just how good they good, are with yeah. the gun. It's, yeah, it's, it's, like it's so like second nature. Second nature. It's so natural to these guys yeah. that they outshoot all of us at yeah. this age. So I know that we didn't get, I didn't get the fundamentals taught to me the way that I got it taught to me later on in life um, and really broken down because our parents didn't really, I wouldn't say they didn't know, but they didn't know how to introduce it and they didn't know it to that level. Um, So being able to do that with with your son, with my daughter, with Chad's daughter and all of our friends or whatever, I love it. I love getting the kids involved in it. So to me, the P22, P322 is gonna be so much fun. my daughter already saw it and was like, I want one of those. I'm like, I know. I, who, who doesn't? Like, She sees these things just like me, and it's like it's like a little kid in a candy store going, ooh, I want one of those. I want one of those. Yeah. Um, so I kind of can't wait to see one of those hit. I haven't actually seen one of them hit the, uh, the market yet to handle, check out. We didn't, yeah. No shot show type setup that we got to go test everything, right? Um, but from what I've read, the people that have had it and used it, used it, it wrote up a little article about it. They love it. They're like, no malfunctions. It it ran flawlessly. Um, I'm very curious because 22s can be finicky little guns yeah. um, based on the ammo and just just that the the feed ramp angle can really make it to where they don't function 
super super reliable so i'm i'm very curious i think they've gotten better since we were kids because the the 22s that we shot when we were kids <laughs> unless you dealt with a, a 10 22 you just never knew if it was going to function or not. Yeah, for sure. um, so I think they've gotten better with that, and the ammo's ab- absolutely gotten better in the twenty two line, yeah. cleaner. Um, so for me, that's what I, I'd love to see them do an AR-22 come out with that, because that, every other kid's like, oh, man. Yeah. And, and and I say kid, I'm just a bigger kid than <laughs> than the little kids. So I look at those going, ooh, if I can run drills, same setup, with a 22 ar and it runs flawlessly i can i can save money on ammo and do more drills and still get the same training that i would out of a yeah, regular five, i was just five, gonna six. say we're talking about you know the it looks good it looks like a full frame you learn it all that but it still comes down to education 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 oh, and safety and and that's 100%. what you instill like you're saying doesn't matter if it was a 22 or a 44 mag that still has to be front and center of oh, yeah. all guns yeah so yeah i'm excited i will I definitely love, uh, be getting one of those p322s well, to, I, put, I put it on the list oh you put one out there <laughs> i'll definitely be getting one in my own arsenal so that because i teach a lot of kids at the yeah. the pd so i have those guns because i get I get some really small frame stature kids that come through and they're they're afraid for sure they're afraid of the unknown that they think oh man this gun's gonna blow up or come back and smack me in the face and by the end of the day i've got them shooting a full-sized gun but we start off with the 22 um and prior it used to be that the 22s like unloading the mag or dropping the magazine things like that the where those buttons were were different than a normal duty gun for us um so in it started to ingrain different techniques for them um different habits so i like those guns that it's that is identical to what i carry on the street or what i can carry on the street it's just it's awesome start them young start them in that spot and go from there yeah yeah it's it that I'm gonna say it's gonna be one of if if everything comes out it's probably gonna be one of their bigger sellers because everybody that does guns has a 22 yeah, everybody sure. or three yeah or I was just gonna say because <laughs> nobody wants to share like everybody makes fun of me like I have tons of 22s and they're like why do you have so many 22s I'm like when we go squirrel hunting or rabbit hunting. I'm not trading like I'm not coming <laughs> off the gun. I'm the only time I'm stopped shooting is when I need to reload. <laughs> the barrel's too hot. <laughs> yeah, the barrel's too hot. No, I have an extra one for that. I just <laughs> trade to a different gun. That's why they make fun of me. They're like, "Why you have?" I go because I've gone shooting with my buddies that don't have them, and they're like, yeah. "Well, let me use your gun." I'm like, "No, I'm shooting my gun. This is there's another one in a box over there. Just open it up and load up your own." Yeah. So I have multiple of all those things just because I'm stingy. I don't like to share. I hear you. So. Well, all right, folks, get out, get some of these guns, try them out yourself, and uh, let us know what you think. Jared, I appreciate your knowledge Absolutely. and uh, protecting our city like you do. I appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. So we will see you next time here yep. at the Foul Life, the Peace of Mind Six Hour Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one.